At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today, as promised, we're going to talk about battle bags. Now, a battle bag goes by a bunch of names. Depends your branch of service, who you talk to, how crazy they are. You know, there's a lot of variables here. Um, We can call it a boom bag, a go bag, a bolt bag. A man bag. Oh. An Alice pack, All right. 782 gear, IIFS. Uh, you know, basically what we're talking about here is a lightweight bag designed to carry enough ammo, medical supplies, communication equipment, food, and water to supply a soldier for 48 hours. What we're talking about is a combat-ready kit. Something that you can grab and go when it's time time to get down. No. I like the combat ready kit. I have a slight hesitation when I say enough ammo for 72 hours and you use the words lightweight. (laughs) I I feel like there might be a contradiction there. Well, you're not bringing your tent and your sleeping bag and all that sort of stuff. You're just surviving. This is not your bug out bag. Right. Um, So, you know, we're we're going to find, you know, a happy medium here. Um, so basically I guess the, the bug, the battle bag that we're talking about, think 80% boom, 20% survival. Right. All right. So there, there's a lot more, you know, heavy artillery. And I think what really brought me to this episode, what, what the, uh, the building has been is we always, I don't know. Here on the homestead, we have a lot of things going on. Creepy crawlies at night and different things. You know, even bad people outside. Whatever goes on. And I wake up and it always takes me 10 minutes to get my shit together before I get out there. (laughs) So the other night, you know, it's summertime now or, or almost summertime. And we're sleeping and... Damn if the coyotes aren't right outside my bedroom window. And I mean like 20 feet outside the bedroom window. Freaking howling. Because they're all excited about the chicken coop. And they're like, woohoo, you know. Yeah. And they're calling their friends and they're excited. And I'm like, 
ah, crap, I got to get up and go. So I roll out of bed and I go to put on my pants. And unlike ready for like general quarters in the Navy, I go to put on my pants and the legs are like all inside out. <laughs> like, you know, when they're falling yeah, so you're in. Fucked. <laughs> from when you're you stumbling out, around like a retard like in the dark. Over like a retard. <laughs> and it's bad. And I'm like, no, this is not going to end well. So, you know, I'm trying to jam my leg in the pants and then I have to pull them off and I'm pulling the legs out. And I finally get my pants on and I go over and I'm like, where are the keys to the safe? Because we've been locking the guns up at night because I'm dumb. And so I'm like, I got to freaking find the keys. I got to go out into the living room, get my car keys, come back, open the safe, grab the AR, grab the flashlight. I do know where the flashlight is. I was ready with that. That All was right. right. You know, I was on it with that. Uh-huh. And then the I'm out there. A different story. And it's like 10 minutes later. And the coyotes are all like, what? What took you so long? I've been standing here. I've been waiting for 20 waiting minutes out here. 20 minutes for you. And that's the point. You know, and this has actually played out a few times in the past. Mm-hmm. Now, needless to say, I've corrected it. The gun, there is some gun next to the bed that is coyote stoppable. You know, let me just interject for a second. I sleep naked, and I fight naked. Yeah. So you need to just Man dis- discard the pants right. and go out. I could have saved five minutes off the whole equation. I mean, a, a, a man with a gun is, is frightening, but a naked man with a gun is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> that only sounds right. So I go, I freaking, you know, I get out there, whatever, you know, and, and I live in New York, so I'm not going to tell you how it played out. Okay. But bottom line, it took a long time. Needless to say, I'm ready for a freaking uh, battle now, and things are going to go. But that that's really what got us to this is, you know, and I've heard other podcasts, and I hear that one of the great moves that guys need to have is uh, they actually keep, like, a tactical vest and ready to go. Right. So it's got the flashlight, the magazines, Maybe the handgun on it, and then their battle rifle right there, and they can just throw the vest on and go out. Because mm-hmm. I got to tell you, when you have livestock, there's predators that come all the time. Right. Um, there's always something you need to jump in and be ready to go. So with that, you know, you need to find a way to prepare. And that's been the issue, and that's really what brought us to this. So hopefully now... Obviously, I'm not talking about, when I say battle bag, I'm not talking about being ready to run out in your yard and shoot a dog. Right. I'm talking about whatever comes up, whatever the world throws at you, you're ready. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a man. And, you know, you guys are preppers. And this is maybe a little bit further than what you guys are comfortable with. Um Maybe this isn't how you live your lives normally. I say, one, it doesn't hurt to be prepared. But two, decide your level. You know, maybe you need to be prepped like I wasn't prepped for the coyotes. Right. Maybe you need, you know, I I got my gun and my flashlight and, you know, ready to go. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the level that this brings, brings you to. Right. But maybe some of you are ready for whatever the world throws at you. 
You know, who knows what kind of psychos are out there? You know, when people come to do a home invasion, turns out they don't, like, you know, send you a letter. Hey, you know, in the next week or so, I'm planning on showing up. And everybody always gets prepared after the fact. Right. Um, a lot of people, I, I mean, I know with me, you know, you hear, oh, my neighbor got robbed or I got robbed. Now I go out and buy the video cameras for my yard and the other stuff. Now I'm prepared. Right. Well, that's too, too late. late. You know, you missed it. And that's the thing. You need to be prepared. And so we're going to talk a little bit about having a bag that's going to make you prepared. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and put together a, uh, a page on the website. Maybe I'll do an article and I'll have links to a lot of the gear and I'll put some pictures up and, and you know, where you can find the stuff. Mm -hmm. um, we don't have a lot of sponsors with a lot of stuff like that. Although you guys do know about BattleBox and we are going to mention some of the cool items that they got, you know, and how they might fit in. Right. How this stuff might play out for you. So, first thing I want to talk about is is the core basics. Um, like, you know how they used to say in the military, some of you have heard this, there's the known knowns, the unknown, and the unknown unknowns. Right. And, you know, that's, that's the thing. You know, there's things that you can say, hey, I live in the Middle East and there's ISIS running up and down the streets at night. I need to prepare for that. Mm -hmm. Maybe Antifa has been rioting at the end of your block every freaking night, you know, calling out people and whatever. Maybe that's what you need to be prepared for. Maybe there's martial law and the government's going door to door because you live in Nazi Germany. Right. I don't know. You know, whatever one of these scenarios are, that's you kind of need to gear your bag for the most likely mm -hmm. for that would be the known threats, the known threats, the known knowns. Now, then again, you're going to have the unknown and you're going to have the unknown unknown. So you would need a little bit extra gear. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to kind of go through it all. Um, your mission defines, you know, what you're going to pack. And that, that's how you need mm -hmm. to approach this. Also, where you live should define or where you expect to go. Right. You know, um, right. And, I, I you know a lot of it, a lot of it has to do with, um, terrain, uh, expected weather. You know, do you live in Alaska or do you live in Southern Arizona? You know, it, it is maybe, a huge difference. Maybe your bag is different in the fall winter than right. it is in the summer spring. Right. Maybe you pack different in there. You know, what does it hurt to change it? What does it take you five minutes? Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, I need to pull out my heavy gear versus, you know, right. whatever. That's the kind of thing we're talking about. Um, you know, where you live, it matters. Um, so that's that's another thing, your area of operation. Like I was saying, you guys need to be aware, you know, of what's going on. Um, so I guess the first thing. I mean, that's the cool thing of why I was so excited to get BattleBox as a sponsor. Because these guys just drop mission after mission. And freaking, they prepare you. They send you gear for different scenarios. And they just spend their time thinking it up. Like, hey, right. you know, how about this? How about that? You know, what if a nuclear threat happened? Would you be ready? 
What if you're stuck in the woods? Would you be ready? And they're sending you gear specific. Now, there's a lot of cool gear that you're going to come across, you know, when we're talking here. And you're going to be like, damn. You know, they sent that. And the thing is, like, I was looking through. I was trying to pick out some of the items that would be appropriate, you know, for a battle bag. And I'm looking through their previous missions. And I came across a lot of stuff. And some of it they still have. And I'm excited. And I'm like, yeah, you guys should get this. I'm going to tell you about it. But then there's a lot of items in there where I'm like, oh, they're out of stock. And you know what? That's why you subscribe to that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, so you don't miss the cool shit when it comes out. Right. You know, so that kind of had me like, oh, you know, I better get that subscription going, you know. Because that's how you do it. That's how you win. Um, but anyway, so I would start out with a good bag. Yeah. The bag is like the core. Now, I, I found a couple different options. And again, this goes to your area of operation. Um, you know, how you're going to kind of play the game. All this matters. So there's one that a lot of the guys, when I watch the videos on YouTube for battle bags and stuff like that, a lot of them have, it's called the Nickstar Vism 26-inch bag. All right. And this is kind of a rectangle, obviously 26 one way. I think it's like three inches high. And then, you know, maybe it's like 18 inches deep right. or something. I don't really know. But so they have it on eBay all over the place. And they have it in like coyote or black. And again, that matters. Mm -hmm. Are you going to be the guy who's running into the woods with it? Well, then maybe green or, you know, OD green is your color. Mm -hmm. But if you're like, oh, I'm going to the airport or I'm throwing it in the trunk of my car, then maybe black is more the color. You right. know, you're not you don't want to be tactical guy. So, again, your area of operation is going to help choose the bag. Now, what had a lot of the people excited, including me, about this bag is they had where you can easily... Do the takedown pins like we talked about last week in your uh, AR and separate the upper and the lower. It lays right in there. Um, most of the setups I saw, they had like six magazines for the AR, 630 round, you know, in there very nicely. And then they had room for night vision and flashlights and other cool shit. And it all worked out pretty good in the bag. So hopefully I'll put a couple of that, you know, a couple of things like that. Now... I did see some other bags um, in actually Mission 40. That's actually the most recent Battle Box mission. They had a nine-line rifle bag. And they said uh, $89.99. Um, this thing was pretty awesome. I got to say, if I'm not worried about being super discreet, this might be the bag, you know, that's the right choice. Mm -hmm. um, they also had other missions... Uh, Mission 22 had a rucksack, which is like that Alice pack that you're talking about. Right. Um, they had that for a freaking great deal. It was like 22 bucks or something ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And it was sold out. And I was like, no, because I was like, I'm going to buy that. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. You know, but they were like, oh, no, yeah, we don't have that anymore. And again, that's that's why you subscribe. Right. So. But, I mean, there's Alice packs all over eBay. I'm just saying it looked like a freaking awesome one, and it was a great price, you know, because mm -hmm. they, they bring the value. Um, but, all right, so you start out with a good bag, but you want something 
you're going to be able to carry some serious ammo and you're going to have to be able to carry a long gun in. Now, like I said, the AR breaks in half like nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you take out the two takedown pins. So you're really only worried about the barrel, the barrel, which is 16. Well, then you got the upper receiver with it. So maybe another, I don't know, five inches. So mm-hmm. you're you're looking at like 21, 22 inches. Right. Um, Something like that you're going to need for the bag. And, you know, that's all you really need as far as the size of the bag, you know, whatever. You're going to have to be able to handle some weight. Right. So that's the other thing is you got to have a bag that's fairly sturdy. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever, I don't know, weighed ammo or carried bullets, but it's not the lightest thing. And right. the first thing I'm going to tell you that needs to be in your bag besides a long rifle is 10 30-round magazines loaded with bullets. So now, I don't know if you guys are good at math or not, but we're talking about 300 rounds that are going to be in your freaking uh, you know, bag. Right. That's some weight. You know, it's something you got to consider. Now, it's nice that it's a little distributed throughout the bag. And I hate to say it, if you live in New York, you might need 30 magazines because they only just have to 10 make bullets. Yeah. Just so you can uh, get through something, right? I mean, you know, if you're worried about getting arrested in this situation. You know, yeah, if that's your game. I mean, because obviously I would be stuck with the 30, you know. 30 10 round magazines. Yeah. Because I follow all the laws here in New York and, you know. Yeah. That's it's how important, we roll. It's important that anybody speaking on a public platform follows all the rules all the time. Especially, you know, we have a civic responsibility. I don't know if you guys have realized, but me and Kevin are like, like community leaders, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we need to set the standard of American values. Right. And American values follow the rule of law. That's right. Especially when the rule of law is is ridiculous. (laughs) And when the ATF is listening. Right. But uh, anyway, moving right along. So, Kevin, you have some items that you might include? Well, I wanted first I wanted to touch on uh, um, go a little off Uh off topic. Okay. Um I was going through uh, the IIFS, which is uh, stands for Individual Integrated Fighting System. Okay. This is uh, initiated in 1988. It derived from the um, the web belts and the vests that they used for SEALs during the Vietnam War, which originated with a battle bag. Um, you know, when they I used, used to for... play with play army, I used to have one of those belts. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a Everybody That's loves That's way those, before right? the mold yeah. <laughs> connectors. And... Originally used as a, a grab bag for drivers and mounted troops to use in ambush and combat situations. So it would be a bag that would be easily accessible, would have all your firearms, uh, your firearm and all your ammo with it, so that when shit got crazy, you could just grab it and, and get ready. Nice. Uh, that eventually evolved in the IIFS the Individual Integrated Fighting System. Um, now, that is basically, it's a, uh, it's kind of a vest and a belt where you would have pouches that had all your ammo in it, uh, canteen, and, um, you know, your rifle would be with you. So, it's not necessarily a bag, but it's easily accessible. 
And that's one of the things that if you have a battle bag, you want to have that as the priority. You want to be able to access your equipment. You want to be able to move with it. So, um, you know, what some of the requirements for a battle bag, um, you know, the mission defines the gear, right? That's that's always the case. All right. Um, so you want to go as lightweight as possible with it. I agree. As possible. As possible with the ammo required. You want to be able to uh, maneuver while you're wearing it. You know what I mean? You don't want something that's a, a huge... Um, pack on the back on your back where you can't you know crawl underneath wire or uh, you know get around trees and get through brush uh, you also want to think about the terrain that you're carrying it on um, the weather that you're going to be dealing with you know you want to have cold weather gear wet weather gear whatever it is you know you're going to want to be conscientious that over the course of the next uh, 48 hours 72 hours you know I'm looking at you know this sort of weather 10 degrees, raining, snowing, you know, whatever you're dealing with. Maybe it's um, 107 degrees. Right. And you also you also want it to be breathable. You don't want to have, uh, you want to stick with, uh, you know, nylon and things like that, that, you know, that's not going to get wet and, and hold the moisture and hold the weight. Um, you're also going to want to think about uh, the duration of time that you're going to be spending with it. You know, obviously, if you're going to be out for a week, the weight of the bag is going to change drastically versus uh, being out for 24 hours. So a battle bag uh, needs to be, you need to be able to alter it depending on, uh, depending on the events and the, the scenario that you're in. So it's, uh, it's definitely something that you want to have packed and ready to go but also something you can scale down or scale up depending on the situation. I like it. So, you ready to get to the list? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. I don't want to cut you off. We're ready to go. All right. Here we go. So, first thing, like I said, I'm going to have an AR. Now, a lot of these bags are equipped. You could put an AK-47, whatever your go-to gun is. Maybe it's an H and K. I don't know. Right. But And um, I don't wanna I don't wanna lock people into AR fifteens just because we like AR fifteen. Just because it's the only gun that's right. That doesn't mean that's <laughs> that doesn't what you mean have to anything. Choose. The only gun that's right is the gun that's right for you. Yeah, sure. And exactly And it should be an AR fifteen. Right. As long as it's black and scary and yeah. AR fifteen. Right. So first thing multi-tool right um it's going to help you with gun problems it's going to help you with you know cutting wire moving through you know stuff it's Mm going to help you it's got a knife phillips screwdrivers come up a lot more often than i I thought they would you know when you're taking down those walls on that bathroom stall Uh uh-huh multi-tool now it can be sog what you doing in there pooping It can be Sog, it can be Leatherman, right. it can be Gerber. Yeah, and I, I and think I, seriously, I will say that ninety percent of the time, the amount of money you spend on your multi-tool is going to directly relate to the quality of it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that a ten-dollar or twenty-dollar multi-tool isn't going to work for the amount of time that you need it if you're going to only use it for one situation. 
All right. And if you're kind of lame and you're too cheap to man up and take charge of your... Right on, Chuck. All right. Sorry. I agree. All right. So, and also, I was going to say Gerber, I'll include in the acceptable, but they're kind of shady. Yeah. Gerber make are. decent knives, but they don't make decent multi-tools. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if that's how you roll, whatever. You know, you want to send the hate mail to Kevin? That's all right. Yeah. Preppingbadass at gmail.com. I'll take it. He'll take it. So, all right. You got that. Now, next thing. You're going to need um, some kind of vest. Now, remember I was talking about like a tactical vest. Now, they have what they call soft armor, mm -hmm. which is like your Kevlar kind of that kind of thing. Flak jacket. Bulletproof vest, flak jacket, whatever level of protection you're looking for. Um, you want something that you'll be able to connect, you know, with the mole uh, system there. Right. Where you'll be able to put magazines and maybe a pistol holster and your cool shit too. Now to go back to the IIFS system, yes. the um, you know the uh, the basically it's suspenders and a belt with pouches. Yeah, those are designed really well to go with that gear. Yeah, with the Kevlar, with the flak jackets. Yes. So just keep that in mind. Um, now I wouldn't. I don't see a scenario. Where I have my tactical vests with plates in my go bag. Right. But maybe you do. I don't know. I mean, that's, I really feel conflicted on that. I mean, it, you know, maybe you have the ceramic plates, maybe they're not that heavy. That's something you need to think about. That's, mm -hmm. that's your own personal business. Um, and it depends on the scenario. How likely know, is it that people are actually going to be going to be shooting at you? Do you have a belt that's got you know magazine holders for your AR, magazine holders for your handgun? That's going to be essential. So you got a vest with magazine holders, and you got a belt that's got magazine holders. Probably a light holder on there. Probably you know your multi-tool holder. Um, so that's going to be in there. Now, like I said earlier, 10 loaded out magazines for your long gun. Um, you also need, I don't know, I would think at least five extra handgun magazines. Um, that's your call? Yeah, I would say a minimum. I think a minimum of five. I don't carry, I don't have a handgun in my, my uh, battle bag. Mm -hmm. Now, what I would say is I always have a handgun that I carry and I have extra magazines in my battle bag for that handgun. Now, I've seen some guys want to carry a bigger gun, a bigger handgun in their battle bag. Mm -hmm. And they'll do a 45 or something like that, you right. know, your 1911. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe you just have the magazines for that. Right. Cuz if that, it comes to all those out things war, are, yeah, those things aren't something you want to carry on your person day right. to day necessarily. I do know people that carry 1911s yes. on their person day to day. Well, I do in the winter but, time. Yeah. But, there you, you know, go. You know. Exactly. But that doesn't mean that, I mean, we're talking about a battle bag for when uh, shit goes down. Right. So that is the perfect time to put the big heavy forty five in there. Exactly. Um, another thing you might want to go with is a good lock pick set. Um, but don't bother if you don't know how to use it. Right. If you haven't put in the time, then, you know, it's not going to help you. Mm -hmm. But if that's a skill that you've learned, then a good lock pick set can open doors for you. 
There you go. You like that? The little play on words there? You like uh-huh. what I did? All right. Um, communications. Now, for some people, see this again, it's all relative to you, your level, who you're dealing with. Maybe this is like a little Cobra handheld, you know, radio. Right. Um, maybe this is one of those freaking uh, neck, uh, like, you know, throat mics or whatever. Maybe this is uh, a SATCOM telephone. Yeah. You know, you need to know your area of operation and you need to work out whatever comms are going to be appropriate. Yeah. Now, for you. I know in the uh, the original battle bags in the U.S. military, yes, one of the standards was radio. Okay, and communications is important when you're dealing with more than one one group of people. Now, if it's you know you and your friend and you're separated, you need to have communication. But if it's you and and five friends all in one group going, you know maybe that's not necessary to carry that. Right. Um. Right. Aren't there like three rules to combat that whoever has the comms, and that's the only rule I know. Yeah, that's is, it. Is comms. That's it. Comms. The, the, <laughs> you can't. You cannot outflank somebody if you don't have proper communications. Yeah. No. Exactly. So that's something you know. But again, know your level. Maybe it's freaking flashlight signals across the yard. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you guys roll. Um. All right. Speaking of flashlight. Now, I like to step it up to something more tactical. Now, you may have a light that you mount on your AR-15. Uh-huh. Um, you may have a light that mounts on your handgun. These should both be in there if that's something you use that's normal mm-hmm. and important to you. Um, also, a decent handheld, you know, tactical. Um, you may, you know, I mean, if you got money to play around with, I mean, if it just has to be like an LED mag light for 20 bucks. That's not horrible. It might get you through what you need, you know? Mm-hmm. Again, this depends on your scenario. But they also have those ones that you can click, and they're the, you know, the blinking strobe lights that blind your enemy and, you know, whatever. Whatever is right for you. So that's something you need to look at. Um, I keep flex cl- flex cuffs in my uh, bag. Do you? I do. So your battle bag is also like a rape kit. Except for the rapist. It could go either way, you know. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever the night brings. Um, Now, your battle bag needs some kind of combat survival knife. Mm -hmm. This is actually something you want to consider that might be useful in fighting. Now, I got to tell you, Battle Box, just about every freaking month, if you go pro, you're getting some kind of knife that would fit the bill. Yeah. I was going through like, oh, what one would I pick? And I was like, they're all good, you know? Yeah. That that was another bonus to signing up there, you know? It's like, well, they got some mm-hmm. pretty cool knives. Yeah. You know, if I'm a knife collector, they, they got their yeah. game going And I, I got to say that I've, I've gone through a lot of, you know, like everybody, a million different pocket <laughs> knives, flip knives, you know, uh, uh, fixed blade knives. I, I like the seal pup. Right. Um, you guys have heard me talk about Everybody's it. Everybody's got their their you know, their yeah. chosen knife. And and it's important that you find a quality knife and learn how to use it. Right. Basically. So whatever knife you decide is the right thing, throw that in there. Like I said, if you have no idea you're like Chuck, I'm completely lost, please, you're the prepping badass. Help me out. Show me the way. Go buy a seal pup. Mm-hmm. Throw it in the bag, 
if you join the Prepping Badass group on Facebook, I always plug whenever they're on the cheap, and I send you guys a link to it. I'll let you know. Now, it only comes along like once a year, so you got to be paying attention. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, it's out there. You know, you can get it for 35 40 bucks, Right. But you gotta, you got to hang out with the badass. Now, if you guys sign up with the Battle Box, whatever, they're sending you a badass knife every month. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you decide, you know, what's right for you. Now, we also have, you need an IFAC, which is the individual first aid kit. I don't know if you guys saw me do the air quotes there. I don't know if you Uh, saw it in the podcast. Right. But uh, anyway, the individual first aid kit, and what I really mean by that is a trauma bag. I don't really mean like Band-Aids and your normal bullshit. Yeah, you don't need, uh, you know, uh, diaper rash cream and uh, that sort of stuff. No. Two aspirin? Just, yeah. (laughs) Forget the aspirin. (laughs) But no, so... What I'm talking about when I say IFAC, I'm talking about Israeli battle dressing. I'm talking about quick clot. I'm talking about a tourniquet. I'm talking about a chest seal. I'm talking about, um, what, nitrile gloves, maybe some shears. You might want some tweezers in there to pick out the bullets. I don't know. Yeah, They whatever. usually bounce off me. You know, I'm like, whatever, man. Right. Fuck whatever. That. Put that I don't care about away. that. Get out of here, right? So, stuff like that, you know, you know, get serious. So, you know, I, I, we've done an episode on trauma and stuff like that. You want to know more about what should be in a good first aid kit. You want to go there. Now, that's pretty much the gist of what I want because I don't want a ton of, you know, weight in my bag. Um, depending on your mission, now, you might want night vision. Might be something. Now, night vision's a little more delicate than people realize. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, it does come in a nice protective case. So, if you can fit that in there, that's great. Um, that's something you need to think about. A lot of the battle bags are set up with that camelback system um, where you got the water. I always hear like three liters seems to be the number that people throw around. Yeah, I, I would recommend... Um... If you haven't already, investing in a camel pack. Yeah. Definitely worth the worth the um worth the money. And I um, mean a camel pack is the is the brand name. You don't have to stick to the right, brand. Right. But you know, where but, they got the tube and you can be like an infant who's sucking right. your water like a mm-hmm. little child. Yeah. And you have it right there next to your chin. You can access it anytime <laughs> you want, like a gerbil. It's good. It's perfect. You ever want to feel humiliated, I think that's the way to go. Maybe nobody else felt that, but that was me. I was like, this is ridiculous. All right. The other way you can go on that, and I would say in addition, water purification tablets. Yep. Um, I love the filters. You know, Sawyer makes great filters. um, Life straw, that kind of stuff. However, water purification tablets are something that's not going to add weight to your bag. Right. And you can just kind of step up your game right there. Um granola bars, protein bars, you may want to throw two or three in there sitting in a long spot. You might be thinking, you know, that might not be wrong. Be nice to um, nice to have something to eat. Now, I was also thinking like a GPS. Yep. Um GPS might be right. Again, these later things we're talking about, I already covered everything that's kind of a must have, 
this other stuff, it's, you know, operational. Yeah. You know, you know what your deal is. Yeah. And it, a lot of the battle bags, you can actually find battle bags online. A lot of them have uh, cases for maps, yes. uh, things like that. And that's definitely something to consider. You know, maps, and, GPS, compass. That sort of thing. If you're not willing to spend the sixty to five hundred dollars on GPS, sure, maybe uh, maybe a compass and a map. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's another way to go. Now, if you're a little more hardcore, you might want to keep extra grenades Ooh. in your battle bag. Not easy to come by. Not easy to come by, but maybe some of you military types. I'm just and saying. Why? Let me ask you this: Why isn't it? Easy to come by hand grenades. Shall not be the military infringed. has. Yeah, I. I mean, the military has hand grenades. Why shouldn't I have hand grenades? You know, there's. I should be, be able, able to defend myself from the government. Grenades. How complicated could that really? Well, you be? can make pipe bombs, right? I guess that's. We're kind not going to get into telling telling no, people how to make. You're not pipe recommending bombs, pipe bombs in your battle bag. I recommend having them. I'm not <laughs> recommending that Chuck and I tell you how to make pipe bombs. It's really easy, though. Go on the internet. You can figure it out <laughs> yes. in about five minutes. Everything you just said is so wrong. <laughs> um, C4 might be something you would have in your battle bag. There you go. I Let don't know see. how to make C4, though. No, I, um, I couldn't even I tell you. Look, if you guys want to private message me, we could talk later. All right. I may refer you to some pure of alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Okay. I'm going to say there might be... Guys, I got you. I'll tell you what happened. You know, you know. But if you want to message me, you know, we could be cool on that. Um, now, I read there were some other things that, like, I read uh, stuff on a law enforcement battle bag. Okay, and they had like a lot of the first things. Uh-huh. Obviously, not to the extent I think they're planning on the two-hour fight, and they don't understand how when shit gets real, you can burn through some freaking ammo. Yeah. But just the same. They had a lot of the same shit. They also recommended a Sharpie, which I thought was not really a bad idea. I, it I, takes up almost no space. Yeah, I have a Sharpie in my, my glove box, in my desk at work, in my trunk, in my toolbox. Like if you I've come got across everywhere. somebody and you check them out, you could write like, this guy is dead on right. his forehead. Right on his forehead. Bam. Mm-hmm. Nobody else has to waste time. Oh, should I check his pulse? Yep. Nope. Don't He's bother. already dead. Dead. You can even just shorten it. Just dead. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. D-E-D. D-E-D. Dead. So you could also, they recommend uh, for law enforcement, door stops. And I thought, you know, that's, that's not that's a bad small, idea. Like a little really plastic. Play space. Sure. I'm like, that's not a bad idea, you know? Um... I think that was about it. That was all they brought to the table. That was it. Well, you know, those Um, actually are are not bad ideas because those are all lightweight things that, you know, a doorstop is, that's definitely handy. Yeah. You know, Sharpie, that's handy. Yeah, Those are some things that uh, are lightweight and and can come in useful. Now, back to BattleBox. I know you guys don't really want me plugging them every one minute, but I'm just saying they did have hard-knuckle... Um, tactical gloves. I've seen those. I've never bought. I've never had a pair. I've never had a pair of uh, like shooting gloves. Oh, well, then you know what? I take that back. For hunting, I've had some winter gloves that have like the fat fingers, and then your trigger finger is all skinny. 
uh-huh. and you know, slim. And then that one freezes, and I have to tuck it back in the glove when uh-huh. I'm out there for eight hours or something. You know, so maybe something like that might be something you guys are interested. Um, what else did I see? Mission Thirty Six. They had a tourniquet and shear pouch for six ninety nine. Six dollars and ninety nine cents. I was like, you know, that just seems right to me. Yeah. Um, and so the cool thing is with BattleBox that if you use the code badass, you you probably you know you're like, oh, what code? What would it be? It's badass. You know what it is. So when it's badass, ten percent off your mm-hmm. first order. Right? So, you know, hey, maybe that's something you look into. But bottom line, they come up with all kinds of cool creative shit all the time. And, you know, that way you're able to freaking, uh, you know, not miss a trick. Now, it is. It's a little bit of money. It's a commitment. But, you know, if you're serious about prepping, serious about survival, and maybe you're just like a gear junkie like me. And you just like cool tactical shit. Then, you know, that's something you guys might want to check out. But also, there was a, a lot of news going on this week. There's some interesting interesting things. Now, I believe our president went to Singapore? He was in Singapore. Uh, Kim Jong-il was in... Kim, sorry, Kim Jong-un was in Singapore also. Right. Um, now, he brought a lot of things with him. All he right. brought a bulletproof limousine. That's smart. A lot of things that, you know, from from North Korea to Singapore. One of the important things that he brought, though, according to South Korean media, he was playing it safe. All right. Um, he brought his own toilet to Singapore with him. Okay. Um, this was, and I quote, to deny determined sewer divers insights into the Supreme Leader's stools. That's smart. That is that smart. That is smart. Now, you know, I, at first I was like, well, that's a little crazy. Like, that's what, you know, comes to mind, right? Mm-hmm. Then I read an article that was like, see attached, and it was like in the, like, I don't know, 60s or something, Russian leaders were sending people out to collect stools to see if they could build a profile of foreign leaders. Yes. George Bush... Has uh, had his junior. stool taken? No, he was also bringing his to- own toilet. <laughs> so that, this is not preposterous. Yeah. I mean, it's preposterous. At first I'm like, oh, you're crazy. And then I'm like, what? Well, think about, maybe, think maybe about all the things you can tell from a stool, though, like what kind of illnesses they have, what kind of medications they're taking, what kind of food they're eating. You know, hey, hey, listen, poop tells you a lot. You know? Now, I don't, now he does have a golden toilet. Now, now, I want to back up, though, a second. Because the Supreme back. Leader does not poop. No? According to no, see, that all was North the Korean... That was the previous. That was Kim oh, that Jong-il. Was, okay. So Kim Jong-un is not, is not as a, energetic. A he does... Right. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So, I'm That's, sorry. I apologize I for that. I that, too. Yeah. You know, I was... And so I did right. some research. So his son apparently has the genetic defect of actually defecating. Yes. Okay. All right. So, irregardless, he brought he brought his own toilet with him. And now I imagine, like, you could bring your own toilet, but, I mean, you're bringing your own toilet that it, like, poops into a box, and then you take all the turds with you. 
How do you? I would assume that's how. Like, it I mean, out. how would you check that on the luggage? Like, what would you declare? Like, randomly shit? flush it in any <laughs> toilet in the uh, building. Uh, oh, go dump that. In. Sixteen peanuts, three pieces of corn, and. And they, they would know, though, because they'd be like, oh, shit, he had the tacos. Uh-huh. Yep. That's it, definitely his poo. <laughs> That's it. So, I don't know. That's the kind of shit you need to be worried about. All right. I don't know why you guys are worried about battle bags when you're not even protecting your own poo. Right. You, know, you got to get your priorities <laughs> right. straight. You need to be conscientious of where your poo goes when it goes down the toilet. Exactly. Because it might be going right into the hands of a Russian spy. I feel like. This whole podcast in the last three minutes may have taken a turn towards the crappy. Toward number two. Towards number two. Towards the crappier side. All right. Now, we talk a lot about uh, snipers. Okay. Uh, we talk a lot about practicing your shooting. Yes. Uh, what I want to talk about is a one in a million shot. Tell me. One in a million. One in a million. Um, uh, 26-year-old. Man from the UK. All right. Uh, last, uh, I guess this was last month, uh, slipped and fell. All right. Had to go to the emergency room because his, um, how do you say this? His shower Tell spigot All right. was lodged in his anus. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when that happens. Uh, this is a, according to a British medical journal. Because, you know, they had to write about it because it doesn't come up very often. No, no. And I don't know where your shower is in your bathroom, but I can't physically slip and fall on it no. in my bathroom, right? <laughs> I don't know how your shower is set up, but mine, there's no chance of that. No. <laughs> um, so according to Daily Mail, it said, though, there is a high suspicion of voluntary insertion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just fucked up. Now they didn't they didn't publish his name because obviously he was embarrassed by this situation. HIPAA laws. Uh, yeah, I uh, I understand. All you right. might be embarrassed, uh, but this is you know get in get in the British but he Medical didn't Journal. Pull off a one in a million shot. Yeah, it is so... one in a million. Yeah, I mean that's... that's what they said. You, I mean, you go into. A... That's why we prepare. You never know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Oh no. So, um so, so there's that. Now, I have noticed this week a lot of you guys signing up for Patreon. Now, some are even just like a dollar, but you know what? A dollar a month makes a difference. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. And so we're going to shoot out some patches to you guys. That's right. Um, even a dollar a month gets a patch. Dollar a month gets a patch. So, so if you're if you actually donated to us on Patreon and you and didn't, you get, a didn't get a patch, email us at preppingbadass@gmail.com. Fuck, man. Right. Send me your address. Kevin might get I'll upset by the harsh language at first, but then after I calm him down, mm-hmm. yeah, put it in the um and in the subject. Put WTF. WTF. WTF, Kevin. That that's better. I want my patch. Is that what the face? Yes, and so yes. Yeah, like, so why just are you angry, Kevin? Send me your mailing address. I will send you a patch immediately. All right, that's what I like to hear. So that I like you guys are stepping up, really helping us out. Um, you know, support our sponsors. Um, all the guys, you know, uh, Tac Pack. You want 
cool gun stuff. You want stuff sent to you for your AR-15? Mm-hmm. Tack Pack. They're great. Yeah. You know, code badass. They're going to hook you up with a, uh, a gun cleaning mat. Uh, My Medic. They'll give you 15% off. Um, there's a lot of guys out there. You know, the guys who've taken care of us, of it, taking care of us in the past. Um, EDC Coffee. Right. Uh, Spanny Blades. Definitely check out Spanny. He's a... He's a, a fantastic knife maker, so check you him out on Facebook. You want some custom knife work done? You got yep. a knife that's maybe seen the better of days? He'll clean it up for you. Shoot him an email. You know, maybe he'll take care of you. Um, I told you, you know, we've been talking with uh, the Kilo group. We actually got some videos coming out together. And Yeah, so- definitely, uh, you know, if you're on YouTube, check it out. Uh, go to the uh, Kilo 23 group. Um, they've got some great videos up there. And they've been posting some of ours and edit- editing some of our videos. We've been working together. A lot so. of good things. Some good videos coming out in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you also want to subscribe to our podcast channel. Right. Um, otherwise, I think uh, that's about what we got. So stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Mm-hmm.